Thanks for listening to the Vertical Student Ministries podcast. We hope you are encouraged and challenged by what you hear. Welcome back to our Vertical Leadership Podcast today. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us, to grow as a leader, to grow as an individual, to grow as a student, whatever area you're at in life, whatever realm you are in right now, we believe this podcast can be beneficial for you. So thank you so much for taking the time. We have a very special guest with us today from right here in our own state. I know we've been going kind of all over the country, guests from all over, but today we have someone right here in our own state, also my brother-in-law. Just want to make sure I added the in-law there. Uh, looks like me. If you put a picture up, you would you would be a brother, which I don't know what that says about my sister. It is a little weird. Yeah, that could be a little weird. <laughs> it's, it's a little weird. But welcome, Joel Strickland. Uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for taking the time with us to, to pour into some of the listeners that are that are listening today. Glad to be with you guys and excited to be here. Awesome. Just a few questions just to get our listeners to, to know you a little bit better. Where are you currently located? What church are you at? What position do you hold? Just some of that stuff. Yeah, I'm at uh, Thornpool Valley Church. It is in Hastings, Michigan. Um, it's uh, in the middle of a cornfield, pretty much. And you guys <laughs> experienced that coming down here today. Yep, and sure. um, I'm the executive pastor, and I've been here uh, for about 12 and a half years, wow. actually right out of college. Um, came here and was a youth pastor for a season, a campus pastor, and now um, the executive pastor here. Cool. And um, again, you know, you talked about holding the executive pastor position and the, the 12 years that it took to get there. So your ministry experience and contacts other than college would be, you know, right here, which I think says a lot about your leadership at the church. And, you know, it's a pretty cool thing to, to have been in ministry that long, especially in, in one spot. Yeah, love being here. Um, and our, our lead pastor actually has been here. I was telling you earlier, thirty-eight and thirty-eight plus years. I think it's wow. been. And he started the church thirty-eight years ago, and so um, I've kind of seen um, firsthand what it's like to to have that longevity. Yeah, and, totally. And uh, and love love being a part of it. And so it's one church. You guys have a couple different campuses. Uh, three different campuses, is yep. that right? And where yeah. are those located? Where are those um, so the uh, kind of the, the founding um, campus was right here in Hastings, and that's one of our campuses. And then um, Middleville is our other campus, which is just north, and then just south, uh, Delton is cool. our third. And Delton's the newest one that... Yep, they meet in a school right now, and we actually are in the process of buying land and going to awesome. be building here hopefully in the spring. Cool, very cool. Well, again, uh, you know, we have a really practical topic for you guys today, which I'm, I'm excited about. Um, and again, as I said at the beginning, regardless of where you're at, I feel like this is something that can apply to your life as a human being. If you are a human being listening to this podcast, um, you know, this, this can apply to you. So our leadership topic today is uh, financial giving and budgeting. So what does that look like, you know, as it relates to leadership? What does that look like practically on an everyday level? Uh, what does that look like for the everyday human who is here on earth? Um, Christian or not Christian, this is really stuff that you can apply to your life to make it better. Obviously, we'll be using spiritual you know, disciplines um, for our points, but just really excited about this, about this easy topic um, that's really practical. So just to start it off, why is it important to give as a leader? Yeah, I think there's a lot of reasons why, but I think um, one of the things is we're created, I actually think too, and um, I think it teaches us, tithing actually was something that's not meant as something that you have to do, but kind of something that you get to do. Yeah. Um, it teaches you how to keep God first. I think it actually makes you live unselfishly. Um, I think it actually makes you a better person, makes you a better spouse. For if sure. you're married, yeah. I think it makes you 
a better student. If you're a student, it makes you a better leader, I think. Um, and I think God tells us to. And so yeah. I think a part of our job is to follow um, what it is that God teaches. And so I think um, we should be doing that. And then I would say to anybody who's listening who works in a church, um, oh my goodness, the reason you get a paycheck yeah, every yeah. single week or every other week, whatever it is. People are sacrificially giving. Absolutely. Yeah. And so how can we not do that and yet yeah. expect to get paid um, yeah, totally. as well? And a lot of times, you know, pastors, people in the church can have a different mindset of, you know, well, I am in the church and that's that's my tithe or, you know, my time. Sure. Sometimes we can sure. we can say, well, I give my time. So that's, that's what it is financially. So maybe kind of talk about what's the difference between giving time and giving financially, is there a difference? Could it be the same thing or, or what is that? I think it's like? different because I think when you look at what Jesus said and how he talked about it, it wasn't in, the, con- it wasn't yeah. in the context yeah. of that. And I think the reason why is because, you know, God knows how money works in our lives totally. and, and how that can influence us. And so I think one of the hardest things for us to do is to let go of our things, our possessions. Especially and, in our society. Oh my gosh, yeah. it's, it's, it's hard. And so I think God knows that ultimately if we choose to do something like that, um, it is a sacrifice. Um, and of course, giving of your time is an important thing as well. I think it's a great thing, but I think ultimately if we would say what's easier for us to give of our money or time, most people would say their time is easier. And so therefore the difficult thing is giving of our our money. Yep. Absolutely. And I love what you said too there, how you said, you know, giving will make you a better person all around in life. You know, it's going to make you a better parent. It's going to make you a better spouse. Um, you know, which is really cool to think about because ultimately what you're doing when you're, when you're giving, um, is saying, God, you have control, yeah. you have control of my finances, yep. you have control of my life, um, to where, you know, you, you run into the people that have a hard time giving financially. It usually means they're a little more controlling in yep. their life to where they want to manage their life. Yeah. They don't want to give it to God or they don't want to give it to Absolutely. somebody else. And they want to keep that control personally, you know, in their life. Why do you think so many people live paycheck to paycheck? And we touched on it a little bit, especially in our society. Yeah. Like, why why is that a thing, do you feel like, uh, in today's world? Well, if you look at society, I mean, it tells you that you should, right? And so I always, um, I heard someone once say that it's like we're watching everybody's highlight reel on yeah. social media. And so we see yep. the person That's driving cool. a nicer car than us. They're, they're living in a better house. They're taking yep. these incredible vacations. They probably aren't paying for them with cash, yeah. you know, but yeah, it, it looks like that. And so for us, we look at that and we think, well, I have to have it. And so I think we live in a society that says you have to have it. And then I think the other thing is a lot of us, we lack self-control. Yeah. And so when you lack self-control, which again, I think great leaders, and I think if you're listening to this podcast, then obviously you want to become a better leader. Right. Um, and so I think great leaders should not lack self-control. And so I think we, again, live in a society that says, why well, I just have to supersize it or I just have to upgrade yeah. it and yeah. I got to get the newest, you know, many people will go it's out and buy- 30 cents more for a large- Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> or, tree. you know, the new iPhone, I have to yeah. have it. And so therefore, uh, it's not like it's a sin to have those things, but when we are living in a society where it says like, I'll go into debt to get those things. Yeah, I think that's totally. where we were lacking um, self-control. And instead of looking ahead to the future, we're thinking about right here, right now, the present. Yep. Yep. And I think that's so good too. And obviously this is an example. This is why we're doing this topic with you. Um, you know, obviously you've modeled this, you know, personally in your guys' life, you and my sister, um, you know, you guys are definitely an example that I look to and um, you've helped me with some stuff back when I was in college. Um, when it was a little scary, the finances. Yeah, I think I think we actually looked at your finances, and I just said, "You just you're done. Yeah, you, you, you just can't give up. It. Just give yeah. up." Um, but I think that's so good too. You know how you said it. It's we compare. Yeah, we compare to so we live above our means. Yeah, we live outside of our means because we're trying to keep up with 
next door neighbor. Yep. We're trying to keep up with, you know, what we think we should look like at 30 years old yep. or at 40 years old. Yeah. Um, when really just living within your means, not having a car payment, you Correct. know, and, and this is something personally that I was just talking to you about, like, yeah. you know what, I'm just going to get a new car. I'm just going to have a car payment, you know, and your challenge to me was, well, just start putting money away yeah. as if you have a car payment. Yeah. So that you can pay it in cash. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what people don't think about. They don't think about the risk of it and what happens. And, and oftentimes people, they'll go, okay, I'm just going to plunge into this yeah. instead of, yeah. And that's what we do. We give ourselves a, we pay ourselves a car payment yeah. and then we use all that money to, um, whenever we go to buy a car and need a car, we say how much is in the car fund yeah. and that's our limit. That's what we spend. And it's no more than that. And we stick with that and that kind of stuff works. And, it works, and, yeah. and yeah, you can't compare because the second, I mean, I look at every day people who have nicer cars right. and better houses. Um, and you just got to be laser focused on, yeah. you know, if you make a hundred dollars, you can't spend 101. Yeah. You got to, you got to spend less yeah. than that, that what you make. Totally. And I, and I heard it said, you know, a few days ago or a couple of weeks ago that I think a, a big problem with our society again, and again, personally, this is a spiritual discipline, as you said, that we have to get under control, yeah. right? We have to, to do this as leaders, especially, um, but a lot of times we, we know how much comes in every two weeks or every month or whenever you get paid, you see that amount that enters your account. Yeah. But what you don't keep track of is how much necessarily goes out of your account. Exactly. Because for most case, there's not a, here's a big number of what you've yeah. spent this, this month. Yeah. So it, you know, it's not keeping track of those little things that add up the $5, the, the, the $10, whatever yeah. it is. Um, and so there's not that balance of what comes in. I see that big number. But I just see all these little numbers Correct. and, oh, it doesn't, yeah. you know, that big number. We often looked at the, the sum of money that's in our bank account versus how much we've actually divided that into. Yeah. And so that's the key. And I mean, just a, a story on that recently, I was meeting with a couple and they had realized just by, and it wasn't even, I mean, they're a great couple and they want, they want to get financial advice. And so they're sitting down and I told them to track their expenses. And what mm. they realized is the month before they'd spent over $600 just eating out. Wow. And, and to them, they looked at it and just thought, are you kidding? Like they, they never, their, they didn't even yeah. realize. It. And I think that's what a lot of people do yeah. is they don't know what they're spending their money on. And so therefore if they don't know what they're spending their money on. Then you don't know what you're spending yeah, your money on. And totally. those little things creep in. And yep. yeah. Yep. And this is, again, as I said at the beginning, this is very practical because everybody is going to have to deal with this. You know, it doesn't, if you're a student listening to this, if you're um, high school student, middle school student, college student, wherever you're at, um, again, current leader, like debt is probably the number one thing that we face, especially in yeah. America, um, that holds us, you know, they say finances are a big reason for divorce Absolutely, and, yeah. and, and marriages yep. because it's not under control and it, it's stress. You know, I remember my dad growing up, uh, he would always say, you know, money doesn't buy happiness but it makes life a whole lot easier. Yeah, you know? and that's true. And I, I would say the same thing. I know you have high school students listening to this, and if you can get this now, yeah, I mean, totally. it changes everything. And when I, when I find young people who are implementing these things and not going into debt, I mean, it just changes everything. Um, and it, it changes your lifestyle. It changes how you are. And like you said, it changes your relationship. Yeah. And again, it's the number one cause of divorce is money. Yeah. And when you get a hold of your finances and how you're doing your finances, it, it is, it's a game changer. Yep. And, and again, we touched base on this a little bit, but just to go a little more in depth, um, is this a spiritual discipline that all leaders should learn? Or is it certain people, you know, people that are maybe the lead pastors need to, to know this or the CEOs need to know this? Or is this just in general, is this a spiritual discipline that you feel like people need to learn? Yeah, I think uh, it's Dave Ramsey who says um, no one's ever 
died of um, saving money or something yeah. along those yeah. lines. It's like you don't, it is, I think it is. And really when you look at the example that God set for us, when, when you look at, I mean, a pretty famous verse of John three sixteen, God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. Yeah. And so he, he did something beyond what he's even asking us to do that he was willing to give an ultimate sacrifice. And so therefore I think it's our job to do that as well. And uh, a couple of scriptures I, I love is uh, one of them is in the book of Matthew chapter six, verse 21. It says for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And it's kind of like the comparison I like to compare it to if you've ever been in a relationship where you're competing with people's stuff. And so it's like, wow. they love you, but they're going, well, but don't touch my collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I really like you, but you know, don't, don't touch my car. Or mm-hmm. I really like you, but you can't do this or that. And it's like, that's kind of the the relationship. If you ever felt like that, that's kind of what Jesus is saying is that um, he, he doesn't want to compete for our stuff. In fact, I think Jesus would say, I, I can't even have your stuff. I don't yeah. want your stuff. Yeah. And he doesn't want to compete with your stuff. He actually wants your heart. And yeah. because he wants your heart and, and our heart tends to follow our stuff, yeah, that's good. you know, he wants to us to surrender that kind of stuff to him. Yep. And I think once we do that, once we realize that that's what we're doing, then I think we fall into a great place. And and then the other, the other verses that I love is um, one that um, Jesus says this in the book of Luke. He says, so no one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other or you'll be devoted to the one and you'll despise mm. the other. And then he says this amazing statement, which I think a lot of us would go, I think he got it wrong when he said, you cannot serve both God and money. And so for a lot of us, I think we would say, well, didn't he mean you can't serve both God and the devil, right? But right. Jesus, again, knew that the battle was not between God and the devil. Money. Yeah, yeah, he says our, yeah. our money because he understands that every single day the struggle for us is not going to be between God and and the devil is going to be between God and our stuff. Practical and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And and God really, more than anything, wants as a leader and as a person who wants to follow him, he wants our heart. Yeah. And so therefore he knows that if he can get your stuff under control, yeah. then he gets your heart. And that's ultimately what he's after. Yeah, so. Absolutely. And I think the devil knows that. Right? Yeah. Oh my and, gosh. And yeah. We'll use that and, you know, we'll, we'll play with that a little bit. And so we have to be even more intentional. Um, about setting up these spiritual disciplines. Absolutely, but, yeah. Um, and, and what what would you say the balance of that is? You know, I know our uh, senior pastor, I've heard him say before, you know, there's people out there that get all they can, can all they get, and then they hide the can. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and that's one extreme. But then the other extreme is I'm going to spend all I have and be in debt. So what what's the balance of being generous yeah. in, in giving? And mm-hmm. um, obviously we talked about it with, with tithes at the beginning now, but as we're getting into budgeting, like, what would you say the balance between those two things are? Well, there has to be a balance. And see, I, I fell on probably the extreme um, side of like when I first was trying to get out of debt and I kind of went through this process of going, I don't want to live like how I'm living. Um, I mean, I sold everything. I went around taking pictures of everything in my house, selling it. I mean, I almost sold my dog. I mean, it was like I sold everything I could. If I had kids, I would have sold them. I mean, it's like just get rid of everything yeah. to get out of debt. And, and that's a good thing. But I think what God began to teach me in the midst of that is, how can you be generous in the midst of yeah. that? And so actually my my mentor um, cool. who helped me through this process, he actually told me, because um, I actually said, one of my goals is to make so much money that I will be able to give it away. And he looked at me and he said, Joel, if you don't do it now, you won't ever do it. Wow. And at that moment I set aside, and it was small, wow. it was like 10 bucks a month, cool. but it was my gift giving fund. Yeah, and to this day, yes, it was a discipline. Yeah. And to this day we still do that. Yep. And it's increased because we knew if we didn't do it then, it was so true. I'm not going to do it later. Totally. Yeah, and I love that too because a lot of times that that's the mindset we have, right? Yeah. Is oh, I'll do that later down the road when I'm married or yeah. once my finances are a little bit more stable. Um, but a discipline is a discipline regardless of the amount that it is. And because you created that discipline when it was only ten dollars, that discipline gets to stay with you yeah. now for the rest of your life, regardless of how much that is. That you're obviously as you 
go in life. You know, there's going to be more that you can put in there. Um, but the key is creating the discipline of it. Yep. Creating that as, as a habit. If it's, if it's a dollar that you get to give away, sure. if you get to give, buy someone a cookie at lunch. If you, you know, exactly. if you get to take someone out to coffee, yep. um, every week, if that's all you can afford, then awesome. But the key is creating that discipline. Yeah. So that it's, it's life changing. Life. It really does something to your heart. As goes yeah. back to what Jesus was saying. It really does. When you get to do that and you get to be a part of it, it really is an incredible blessing yeah. to people. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and I guess just to, to close here today, um, let's get like super practical. What are some very, if someone's listening and like, man, I really need to get this under control. It's something that I've addressed in my life. I realize it. What are some practical ways that they can start budgeting or, you know, making sure that they're in control of their yeah. finances? Yeah. Well, I would say, I mean, one it, in the giving aspect of thing, choose to do it because you got to, again, make yeah. that choice of I'm going to do it. And, and even if you just go, okay, I'm going to start at this number, I'm yeah. going to, I'm going to make it happen and make that commitment and do it. Um, but for a budget, I mean, it's, it's real simple as far as, you know, writing down your income, but then the part you had talked about in the, in the beginning is, but then track your expenses. Yeah. yeah. And so you got to write down your income, track your expenses. And bottom line is it's got to come out to zero. And so yeah. if it doesn't come out to zero, then you're spending more than you're making. And so that's uh, that's really getting down to a zero-based budget, which Dave Ramsey talks about. And then really, I would encourage people, if you're real serious about this, you have debt, uh, take Financial Peace University. Awesome. Incredible class. Yeah. yeah. Awesome yeah. class. And it's offered all over the place. Uh, churches offer it. Um, and it's just, it's an incredible thing. Yep, for sure. And, and that class is really, again, I'm all about practical, right? Yeah. How do we make this more than just something that we talk about or it sounds good? Like, what does that look like daily? And I feel like that class, it does that, you know, it, it really takes it down to, and it, it's amazing once you take time to sit down and write it out. Um, sure. That first initial time is going to take some time, yep. you know, to, to really go in and, and to do it well. Um, but it really is amazing once you start tracking that to see like, oh, wow. Okay. I've spent a lot here. I go to Starbucks. Yeah, you know? way too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, way too many times to where, hey, maybe I cut back on one of those times and I could start giving to missions or yeah. you know that's where I could start blessing others or whatever it yep. is. Um, but tracking that money and going back to the heart thing again, when you start tracking it, you're going to see where your heart yeah. is because if you're yeah. not giving any to helping people or to the local yeah. church and you're spending all this money on you know Starbucks or other things yeah. like that, those aren't bad things. But that's going to kind of show you where your heart exactly yeah. is. Totally, it, it really like I remember the first time I did it, I looked at it, I was like, I'm pretty selfish. Yeah, like wow, yeah. Yeah. you know, like I just didn't realize like, man, all this stuff, this is my income and this is all stuff on me. Like, yeah. you know, it's just crazy when you actually, again, take the time to, to make it a discipline. Agreed. Yeah. Any closing thoughts? No, I, I just appreciate you guys having me. And again, I would just challenge people out there, whether, especially I know young people who are listening to this, start this stuff now, because I think we think, oh, this doesn't apply to me. Yeah. I'm telling you, if you can get involved with this and right there's now. even yep. financial peace for, for young people, I'm just telling you, it, it, it's life-changing. Just begin. And it's really three things, give, save, spend. So mm -hmm. if you're a young person, when you get a check-in, give some, save some, spend some. Yep. I mean, it's real simple. Yep. Uh, I, I don't know if it's Dave Ramsey, but I remember in college hearing this phrase, um, save like nobody else so that you can give like nobody Absolutely. else and yep. live like nobody yeah, else. That's that, you know? Exactly. And again, all about that discipline. Yep. So cool. Thank you, Pastor Joel. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for taking the time, um, you know, to help grow leaders, some that you probably will never even meet. Uh, so we appreciate that. We believe here on the podcast that if leaders are empowered, the entire organization will grow. So we want to thank you guys again. Uh, for taking 20 minutes out of your day to listen to this, to invest into yourself as a leader. Uh, we will see you guys next time. Make sure if you haven't been caught up, catch up on all the podcasts and stay tuned because every two weeks 
these babies will be coming out. See you guys. Thanks again for taking time to grow as leaders. We are looking forward as we continue to build our culture in student ministries.